Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest episode of Unqualified Observers. I'm one of your hosts, Thomas Stimson. And I'm Callum Metcalf. Nice to be with he, you guys tonight. He is the other host, just to let you know. And then, uh, welcome to a milestone episode, guys. It's episode 10. Nobody thought we'd make one, and look at us wow. in 10. It's yeah, just, here we are, know, man. Proving all of the, the haters wrong, as they say, you know? Yeah, I mean, I remember I remember my second grade teacher would tell me, she would say, you know, Callum, you're never going to be a podcast host with 10 episodes. I'm not sure what a podcast is, and I don't know why you keep yelling it at me, but it is 1997, so I'm concerned. Um, but here we are, you know, she didn't know what she was talking about. Dude, 1997, you could have been like, do one day I'm going to like send... Uh, back and forth like electronic messages in like an mm. instant and faxes mm. will be obsolete and she'd have been like you're an idiot that, so that's how long ago i i mean aim was around at that point so we were sending pretty instantaneous messages as long as we were both online using a 56k modem then yeah I'd also like to point out that aim may have been around but it was not actually like useful or relevant until probably at least no. 2001 no that's like, true that's true it was you know yeah because i'm that's when i really got into it you remember like god i don't know what we gotta stop opening our episodes with just, just our bullshit reminiscing <laughs> our bullshit millennial reminiscing yeah it's a terrible vibe <laughs> literally about to, like do you remember like in sixth grade when sanga was like yeah. your life and you were like oh dude you guys gotta, hold on. remember dunkaroos like <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of, on a side note, they brought, they quote unquote brought them back at some gas yeah, stations. Yeah, I saw. They man, we trash. can't. We're, we're just a meme at this point. We can't. We can't be talking about Dunkaroos. They are uh, just for the record, children. They are not real Dunkaroos. They should yeah. be kangaroo shaped crackers. They're not. I saw they're, they're bringing back dunkers. those cream savers. Uh, do you, you hear about this? Do you hear about this? I have not. They're bringing back cream savers. They're doing the orange and cream and the strawberry and cream to start with. And they had, I think, like six flavors originally. And now they're just going to these two to see how it goes. Oh, I was, my God. I was more excited about that, Thomas, than I thought I could be at this present like moment in my life. And that upset me. You know <laughs> like, what would make like, me I happy? I saw that on Twitter. Do you know uh, what I want them to bring back? Bring back terrible cereals for you. I don't mean terrible cereals. Children, they used to make all the cereals you eat. I'm sorry. I, I feel like they're all bad. coming out. Cereal. They used sure. to bring out all the cereals back in the day, and they would be so delicious because there was so much sugar and high fructose corn syrup and all those bad things, you know, for you. My man, I would still just, like that. No, they're less so. For example, are, are they? Frosted Flakes, Corn Pops. You know, corn Pops used to just be called Sugar Pops, and they were like, oh, we can't call them that anymore. We should just yeah. call them Corn Pops. And Frosted Flakes, Rice Krispies, all these things. You just come with sugar, you know. Uh, did you know there's less marshmallows and Lucky Charms now because they're bastards and they want you to eat more of the brand dried grass, like oh. terrible cereal? Oh, that's, that's... so oh. I would like for you to, you know, because there are adults that live in this world. Like, I'm allowed to go buy cigarettes and kill myself slowly every day. Yeah, let me kill myself for with good reason. cereal. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm all I'm asking for is like, I understand you aren't trying to con children. So they should make the cereals that are children friendly, and then the ones that are like, no, this is adults, like guaranteed Wait, are diabetes. You talking about like, a, you're talking about an adults only cereal? How is? Yeah, but not alcohol related. I want it to be like on the box, like guaranteed diabetes. Like stop eating this, and then so, have like kid friendly versions of the cereal that are less 
it's it's like, like you're, you're like creating a new class of sweets like you're, you're, you're yeah you're, I am. i'm basically you know like they have diet coke and diet yeah you know everything okay it's I like want, the opposite yeah uh, it's like it's, you guys made yeah. all the regular cereal yeah. the diet cereals and i'd like yeah. you to bring back like the i'm gonna fuck you it's like it's no, coke I'm, chunky it's I'm coke not, chunky Exactly. I'm not asking for like a four locos <laughs> level of a return to a fucked upness in terms of like oh, how it's gonna no, affect no. your body. I'm not asking for that level. I'm just asking you to give me more sugar on my cereal so I don't have to add sugar myself. Oh God. What cereal are you eating that it doesn't take like this is so I, I do want to this is something that I would always see like in, in the Calvin and the Hubs and like all these things when like kids adding sugar to cereal i have never tasted a cereal in my entire life that i was like this could be sweeter like okay i will never. tell you the three cereals i primarily add sugar to cereal one regular rice krispies just need a little Why sugar them? because they're delicious but you just need a little sugar because they used uh, to have sugar on them and now they know, don't so you're like okay it's the only thing missing that's fair i forgot some, about rice the the rice krispies brand. yeah second one Frosted Flakes, because they used to put sugar on the flakes, and they don't do that anymore, so I gotta... Wait, they're not frosted, then. Exactly. But they still say they're Frosted Flakes, and that's the problem. But they're not. The third and final cereal. Exactly. Exactly. It's just called, you know, Corn Flakes, except, oh, wait, they already have that cereal. It exists. So what they call it still is Frosted Flakes, and it's the same cereal. There's not. And then, uh, it is, it's literally... It is the same. You know what they do instead, though? They still, uh, like, toast the, like, flakes in the Frosted Flakes. So it still has a little bit of a different flavor versus, like, the Corn Flakes, which are, like, you know, bland, just brand, okay. like, Corn Flakes. It's but, well, well done Corn Flakes. Hell yeah. And the third and final thing, which this one is on the, the lower end of the list, because, like, I'm going to tell you the cereal, but then you're going to realize, like, I obviously choose the better version of the cereal that needs no sugar. But okay. basic-ass Cheerios. You got to add a little sugar to them. That's just not... So I've so something funny with with, with cereal. Well, funny I guess is a is a stretch for probably most of this. But um, have you did you ever try like the the fruit like the kind of like it was trying to be Fruit Loops like hey kids have have these fruit flavored Cheerios they're just as good and they're made by us. Um, yeah, I, is, unless have it's you ever like had the- that? off-brand Aldi cereal. I've tried every cereal that exists because it's like my favorite food. Okay. And so those were terrible. Thank you. Right. Like it was it was absurd. I've never in my entire life had a cereal that was like I've had like cereals that I'm like, oh, this is not really my thing. But I have never had a cereal where I was like, this tastes like I shouldn't be eating it. Like it tastes like I went into a cabinet I was not allowed to go into and I dug something out and stuck it in my mouth. Children, do you know what cereal is really terrible to eat? Kicks. That one. It's gross. And this tasted like flavored kicks. No, 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 no. Don't you don't you say that? Because I was raised on kicks and I fucking love that shit. And the berry kicks was amazing. So let me tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this right now, Kellen. You were raised on garbage. You can feed a dog crap food every day and they'll still love the dog food. my, My mom thought that they were like a healthier healthier alternative i guess oh they probably um, were that's why they were not good you yeah know what I mean? yeah i didn't yeah my mom didn't let me have like uh the the kind of the breadwinners of the cereal uh community um you know your 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 cap and crunches your your cocoa pebbles this that and the other until i was like 
in my late teens, probably we like Until just you didn't had have it at the house. Had diabetes, and then she was yeah. Then she that. she was just like ah fuck it, I don't care. Like it was like <laughs> I guess I guess she's like you know life's weird enough without me having to moderate this near adults. What kind of weird crispy grains they put in them? You know, um, watch the real secret is that she was just like no fuck Jesse and uh, Jessica and Judy. They're not getting those good cereals. And then the, once they were out of the house, she was like, I mean, I'll get the cereals. Kellen won't eat all of them. Oh, like, oh no. It was it, my mom was just like, you, she was just so tired. <laughs> she, she, just, <laughs> she was just like, when, on by child three, my mom, I mean, you know, God lover, was just like, ah, fuck it. I, yeah, it's fine. Like, it was, my sisters always talk about that. They're like, it's insane the stuff that you got away with that we never did. Um, yeah. Just be like, look, just. They could have been the youngest ones, but they chose to be first and second. You know, yeah. that was well, their. And it's not just that it's a, it was first and second. And then there was like, a, there's like a 10 year gap before I came on the scene. Like, it was like, do you want to have a boy that can like fuck everything up and like ruin everything? Well, yeah, let's, you want, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. And they're like, Hey, Jessica, you're gonna have a little brother. And they're like, why? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, but also, let's agree that Smacks is terrible. I'm just gonna like these children, like, there are a lot of cereals you should avoid. I don't know that I've eaten Smacks. It's the one with the stupid frog mascot. Yeah, no, I, like, I, yeah, it's supposed to be like, like, uh, Graham, it's like a graham crackery type thing with like honey on it, and it's like that's gross. Honey yeah, nut Cheerios yeah. are great, you know, cinnamon toast crunch, apple jacks Captain are great. Crunch. Applejacks are really what good. is this? Oh. What are we? <laughs> what are I don't know. We're just talking, right? uh, you know, on cereal talk, you know, uh, better than nostalgia talk. We're talking about what cereal, everybody can relate to cereal. Yeah, you know, uh. here's, here's the question I want to ask the world anybody that listens, this is very important. Like, okay. are you one of these fucking weird savages who pours your milk first and then puts your cereal in there, or are you a person who puts your cereal in the bowl first, like a normal human being? And then I feel like, milk? I feel like that that's that, like. I hear this question asked so much, and by virtue of that, I feel like so many people have heard this asked so much that no one responds to this question. And in and like if they ever say milk first and then cereal, like they're doing it to be a troll or something, because because it's insane that you would do it like that, that you would just do that like out of I, like I knew this one makes person, sense. one person in elementary school that did that. Because, like, I went to be like, oh, I mean, hold on. Like, I just got to pour my cereal real quick. And then you can, like, get going. And say, oh, no, it works out perfect. Because I always pour my milk first. And I was like, what? And he was like, well, I have a twin sister. And somebody has to, like, pour the cereal first. And I'm just as hungry. And I was kind of like, ah, you were like, look, dude, I'm not waiting to get my food. I can, like, do the other step uh, while you're doing the first step. That's the well, only person I ever knew that had a genuine reason to, like, like it's always how it's yeah. been. So it just feels weird now. And you're like. Okay, that's, that'd be like, uh, so they'd be like, do I always put my shoes on before I put my pants on? It just feels weird not to do that and have that struggle to go through my no, pants. So like, no. Okay, like, if you just illegal. always did that, you'd be like, it just feels weird not to. You'd be like, that's that's really weird that that's I mean, what I, you chose I, to do. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. hey, man, like, I, I really hate cutting my nails. What do you mean? Like, it's like, every time I use the knife, it's like, it cuts my fingers, too. And you're like, whoa, what are you talking? Like, what? There's like nail clippers. You know, it's like, what? But we've all seen that dude. We've all seen that dude at the campsite who's like cutting his nails with a knife. And I'm like, I like that's a different i used to like see that and be like wow that's like that's like a real fucking like man's man cool person there and now i'm just like you're a fucking idiot like you're, yeah. now, you're so like, dumb you know, why like, would you people, do those that those people are like, the same people that like 
think wearing bandanas is cool, like all the time. I mean, yeah, it was, like it's not. It's just, like, it's just like I don't, dude. How, dude, you know how many people were like, from my perspective at least, like how many people you saw wearing bandanas when like coronavirus hit? They were like, no, the bandana, that's my mask. I'm, yeah, that's no, my favorite thing. It, like, there's something about the bandana and the neck gator. You know what I mean when I say the neck mm-hmm. gator mask? That like it feels racist, but I don't know why. Like, do it's you know like, what I mean? Like, like whenever I, I see someone with that, <laughs> like, the, the the gator mask, like the nut gator mask, I would have yeah. thought nothing of. Depending on like the style or color of it, well, you know, it's like because yeah. the one like that I got uh, before I knew that they were like worse for spreading COVID than like yeah, no mask. Nothing. So I uh, before I knew that though, I got one at work that actually is like you can like get it wet and then it like stays cool, and so like. It was made initially to like put around your neck if you're like out working in the sun or if you're like, you know, exercising and you're sweating. It like keeps your body cool because you have like a, a cold like neck thing. And yeah. it's like you can put it in all these different styles to like, you know, what, but like the way it was like literally advertised is some dude just has like around his neck like cool to help his body cool down and he like can huh. squeeze it and like rinse himself off a little bit. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's cool. But like you say, it's like if it's like just a black one, it's not like, it's, like these ones are like, it's like, blue or you know yeah green or like tie-dye you're like okay or the you know the punisher's lower half of their face which is a great one because it tells me everything i need to know about this person immediately and to not speak to them (laughs) immediately it's like thank you uh also uh of note though is i just bandanas neck gaiters like really any of those things i'm trying to think of like other stuff that's in that vein that people are doing like you say like the the punisher yeah. masks the like i like yeah. less bothersome by scarves and things of that nature like if somebody puts like a scarf yeah, yeah i mean that's that's, friend, like, that's that's fine i mean it's you know like, it's whatever just, you're, you're doing something cold you know um, you're trying but uh but yeah. stop doing that though like seriously yeah. stop stop doing yeah. that stop doing the bandanas all that nonsense yeah. uh yeah just, also yeah. Before we get truly started into this episode, like I want to ask you one other thing. So I just recently found out that these people exist, and I want to know if you are one of them, or if you know of any of these savages. Okay, so you know how a normal human being on this planet makes a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? How like you take your two slices of bread, and then you put peanut butter on one slice, and then you put jelly on the other slice, and then you put right. them together. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, there are fucking savages out yeah, here that this. like will no, mash their jelly and peanut butter on the same no, side no, and then no, just put the other piece of bread on. Dude, literally, why would you was do like, that? I was listening to a, uh, a show and this guy was talking about like how like he's like, yeah, man, like he literally just as an example of being like something that every human on this earth does. He was just like, yeah, I mean, like it's normal. You gotta like you know you gotta put your peanut butter and your jelly on separate pieces of bread and then you put them together. And like the dude that was with him on the show was like, wait, what are you talking about? No, no, no. Why would like, you not? Pe- yeah, he's like, I just put peanut butter on my uh, piece of bread. He's like, and then I'll just like you know put the jelly on that same piece. And then he's like, what? Why? So you gonna you gonna mix your peanut butter and jelly to you? So you have peanut butter in your jelly jar or you have jelly yeah, in your peanut butter jar it's just, and he's it's like hate- he's like oh no, no, no. Like, i was like you know wash it off and then like you know clean the knife and then go back in and you're like no, oh you what like you will not do that like after I've never everyone met being, never met a human being in my life dude i loved when i was a younger child eating having peanut butter on celery and yeah, you know how many times like my mom would just be yelling at me because she's like, why is there fucking celery in the peanut butter jar? And I'd be like, yeah, what do you mean why? Like, you know exactly yeah. why. And she'd yeah. be like, 
Yeah, except you can just scoop out the peanut butter and put it on the celery, and it's like, well, we know that's not going to happen. Like we, we all need to stop pretending like I'm going to scoop out the the peanut butter and put it on the celery. I'm going to stick the celery in the peanut butter. That's just how it's going to go. Like, just buy thicker celery if that's the case. Yeah, but like, get better celery. Jesus, these these are there are savages out here who will like gross. Like obviously, I am so dumbfounded when I found this out this week. I. Like, have you ever met somebody or heard of this, like, fuckery? Like, I, I, I don't understand. Like, I really don't no, understand. That's, that's that's the wildest shit I've ever heard. And like, even worse, there are people who will put the jelly first and then try to put the peanut butter on top of the jelly. And you're like, how, how are you doing that? No, you can't. Like, you just can't. Every, everybody knows that, like, jelly is, like, that, it less just won't solid. Work. It's gelatinous. And you have peanut butter is more solid. Like I would argue so you, that that no one actually does that because it's literally impossible. There's just, no way to do that. There's like, no way. Cannot fathom. The only doing way that. I could imagine is that if you like did that enough times, like took enough like stabs at it, that you had just turned either your peanut butter or your jelly jar into just a, a slurry. And then just kind of slap that on there. Which then I have seen, by the way. Like, oh. Jif makes a can um, that's like half peanut butter, half okay. jelly. And like, you so don't eat that. That looks so gross. Is that the, are you talking about the one where it's like a different, like, it's like, there's like a, to it on the outside, you look at it and it's like an inch that's peanut butter, an inch that's jelly. It's like striped around yes. the outside. Yes, it is. It's the most, is I, I thought that was the coolest thing ever when I was a kid. I was like, oh, we got to get that. And my mom was like, no, there's no way I'm doing that. It was like, because we use peanut butter and jelly for things that are not peanut butter and jelly sandwiches also. And so it makes no sense to do this. Um, and Genuinely makes I, no sense. I, tr- I had it at a friend's house one time and it sucks. It's not good. It is, it is not like having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It doesn't make no. any sense. Don't like, like do not like, <laughs> there are things that people make just for children. Yeah. Why can't we have those cereals? Like back to what I was saying earlier. Okay. It's called a callback, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I'm just saying, but anyway, I just wanted to vent about this gross peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's the thing I found it about. That's and crazy. It's tied in perfectly with the milk and cereal argument. And like, if anybody out there, anybody out there, if you are somebody who like mixes your peanut butter and jelly, stop doing that immediately. Don't ever tell anybody or, that you are. Or just people. like, you know, be you and do whatever, but just like maybe nope. examine. No, nope. like, please conform in this small thing. I, I also think you should conform in wearing a mask. I'm just saying, I just, there are small well, yeah, sacrifices that's, that's, that can be so, made for the better of humanity. Did, did you know that? Your, what? Did you know that Eric Clapton put out like an anti-mask like protest song the other day? Like I Eric just Clapton thought of the this. meanest thing to say, don't, and I don't chose say it. not to. Yeah. No, I know it's that bad. It was like you know, like <laughs> you like it's like somebody was like, "Hey man, like did you know that like I don't know um, a person that you like liked or thought was cool like is actually like stupid and has a piece of shit?" And you were like, "Oh man, good thing this horrible thing happens to them." And you're like, you know. Yeah, don't that, that, don't. Now don't you said it. You said it now. You said that. Just so we're clear, you yeah. have to be of a certain age to get that. Like right. that. Okay. All right. Move, moving on. But yeah, this man put out this like, the, the, and like we're we're not gonna play a clip of it, obviously. But it's why like, would I do that? Like, no, I I know. I'm not telling you. I'm telling because you obviously also, know that. I'm telling also, them. I'm telling the audience. Tom Hanks' son, Chet. 
put out like an anti-vax thing too and you're like bro your parents oh both got covid like oh wait is this what? this is this this is the stupid this yeah this stupid is, a, one, this is right? not not okay colin. i'm not colin surprised is yeah like colin like he's a normal yeah. human being funny actor yeah. you know white chet boy summer chet. chet hanks yeah no uh, i get it piece of shit it's like why would yeah. you like i've ne- on a side note because the air clapton and this thing it's like why would you name your kids names that you know are going to result in them being those people like has anybody ever been named Chet that didn't end up being a fucking Chet? Like, well, but think of it. Think of it this way, though. Think of when that happened. I don't think we had that same concept. Like, it's like we've had like a generation of that have done. What things. would Chet be short for? Chester, like, um, ch- ch- Cheddar, Cheddar G. Yeah, like what? What human yeah. name? Because you're, you're, I mean, like, I believe there are enough white people that would just name their child Chet, like C H E T Chet, like, but you think it's Chester, Chester, and Matthew, Matthew, yeah, yeah, Chet, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, look, this is actually a perfect segue into our topic because we're talking about trying to figure out a name, yeah, and so. All right. Uh, yeah. Sorry. We didn't. We didn't. This. We didn't change. We didn't pivot from concepts, and now we're just gonna shoot the shit. Um, yeah. So uh, this week we are talking about Psycho Goreman, the 2020 film uh, from director Stephen Kostansky. I always have also to writer, look at it to not say it wrong. Director and writer and producer. This was yes. like his brainchild. Clearly, yeah. He, he was very involved. He also did like uh, The Void, which is a, a really good horror movie. We should watch that because uh, I have not seen it, but I have heard very good things. Um, you know what else you have not seen, but you've heard very good things? Candyman. Yeah, we'll, watch we'll, that. we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to it. Um, so Psycho Goreman came out in 2020. Uh, this movie kicks ass, in my opinion. I like I, I rewatched it and like it's this is so it's very in the vein of kind of like melt movies um it is a hyper like campy gore um like big physical practical effect monsters kind of movie uh it's 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 fantastic so the this movie is it's a children's film like you know yeah listen yeah the things that you in my opinion this is america so the things that you shield children from that like are quote unquote bad is like nudity, things like that. There's none of that in this movie. There's a yeah. lot of gore and like blood and like viscera, but it's all it's silly. Like, and genuinely, yeah. we'll get to it. But like, I personally feel like there are Power Rangers villains in this movie, and so you could easily a kid yeah. could watch this and just be like, yeah, it's just that it's like Power Rangers. I get it. Like, yeah. uh, and there's and they the kids and the family and like a lot of people purposely try not to curse too often. You know, it's like to me. Disney had just been like, "Hey, you none of that blood. You got to make that like not bloody because there's so like much blood. <laughs> or make, make them a robot, yeah. or make them, then yeah. it would not. This would be a PG movie. This is like I was the whole time I kept watching this, being like, oh, these children are actually children. They're not gonna like, yeah, yeah, nothing, be like nothing, superpowered nothing. children who like, yeah, act like adults or understand things. Nope, there's there's these are children, They're just kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so." Uh, the film starts off. Um, it's a a couple of like kids. Uh, Hold on, actually, like... the film starts off with like some Star Wars ripoff 
preamble. Oh thing yes, yeah. That yes, uh, yes, yes. essentially just says like there's the most darkest evil in the history of time that like millennia ago was like put away and trapped and like you know if ever it was to be unleashed it would to stop at nothing to destroy the entire known universe and unknown universe and wreak havoc. And then you cut to two children playing a game that like frankly everything except the scoring makes complete sense in this baloney game. Crazy it's like crazy ball yeah. Crazy ball it's like, like it make like yeah. It makes me think that this director like played this game when he was a kid or something. You know? Yeah. Essentially it's got rules that work. Yeah, it has rules. And it's like you you see just like a, a brother and sister playing this game, and it's like uh, basically in a tie game essentially. And it's like all right, winner of this game uh, is the champion of all champions, and the loser gets buried alive. And it's like all right, it's fair. Let's play this thing. And then uh, they played out what I thought was really kind of a nice turn on things, except it kind of got irritating to the point, at, you know, some point throughout the movie. But is that like little sister is is just so much. Like just like just way too much. Yeah, like not like I believe her as a child. And like, right, it's just that things. it's like if you met that child, you'd be like, God, you just, <laughs> I just like, need some space from you. I <laughs> am not trying to be controversial. I'm not trying to be Uh-oh. mean or rude. I'm just Uh-oh. saying that it's all the parents' fault. That that kid is that that kid just needs well, better parents. You know what I mean? Well, like the fact yeah. that they just don't have like the the widest parents you've ever seen in a movie. There's no yelling or like the, this family's, this family's wild. And I mean, it's, it's like, it, I don't, f- I feel like this like takes place in kind of an alternate, like not like it's, it's almost in like the, I'm trying to think of a movie. It's like, but like everyone's just kind of dumb. Like it's, 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 they exist in like movie real world where like, they don't need to know other things, but, it, and like, obviously that's true for all films. But there are certain ones where they turn it, especially this kind of like, you know, this adventure here, uh, they turn it up ever so slightly. And I think that they just like really, really pumped that shit because everyone's kind of dumb in this movie. Yeah. Like every single like, person that they come across. Uh, like you say, I agree that they're, it's like a heightened sense. Um, yeah. You ever see the movie Pleasantville? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a yeah. similar sense to that. I, I agree. Like, yeah. They go to this town that's in like the TV world, and so everybody's just like very stupid, but functional yeah. in a sense, you know. And essentially, though, the, at the end of the game, the sister wins, uh, and makes the brother like dig up this big gigantic asshole in the ground to bury himself alive. He yeah. has to bury himself before mom and dad come out because they they have to go in for bed. So I'm just like. Okay, how far are we taking this? But anyway, uh, they come across this like glowing pink jewel, pink and reddish jewel uh, in the ground. And it's like, oh, sweet, finders keepers. Like, and then uh, Mimi is the girl. Um, she is played by a child. Kellen, do you happen to have her name? Yes, available? Mimi's name is Anita Josie Hannah. Thank you. Thank you. She is. Uh, Basically, she's like, I'm champion. I get to keep this stuff. And so there's a, I don't know, like, what would you call it? Like a a Pandora's box type-ish thing that, like, yeah. is in holding this jewel. Yeah, it's and... like a, it's a circle, and it's got, like, four, um, it, it, like, the, the cardinal points kind of thing. It's got four, like, raised bits, and there's, like, a big, like, pink glowing gem in the middle. 
Um, and I knew exactly what movie I was getting into when she just was like, he's like, how are you going to get out of there? It's, it's crazy. And she's just like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, blah, 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 blah. And, like, and then literally just like it opens. And then the brother, who's Luke, who is played by who? Owen Meyer. Owen Meyer. He straight up is just kind of like, wow, on the first try? And I was like, okay, I'm in this kind of movie. Yeah, <laughs> like he, yeah, it's, he, it's he commented. I was like, okay, yeah. I already know now where we're at. Like we, The movie does not hesitate trying to let you know what kind of movie yeah, it's going to be. It's not and taking so, itself very seriously, though. <laughs> uh, it opens up, and she's like, sweet, I'm taking this shit. And then she put, like, picks it up, and it's like glowing and shaking, and uh, she's like, alright, cool, I'm going to put this in my pocket. And she's like, oh, crap, we have to like, cover this all up because a monster's going to come out of the ground. And, uh, Mom and dad are going to kill us for this hole. So then somehow it was already dark, but now they're going to like put like refill this hole completely. And we're just in time for like for bedtime or whatever. When mom opens the door and is like, Hey, you know what time it is? Come inside. Yeah. Uh, essentially both kids get put to bed. They both ask about monsters. You realize immediately that this dad is like the absolute worst father in the history of time. Yeah, he's like he's like friendly but like god he's he's useless. For example, he's... the the older son asks his dad if monsters are real and he's probably like 9 and the dad is like, <laughs> "Well, son, in life a lot of human beings are actually horrible yeah. monsters." So, yeah, yeah I found the answer that is yes. People monsters. are real monsters. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, like, the answer is well, yes. And yeah. the mom's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like, "No, monsters are not real." And yeah. then they go into the room and say goodnight to the daughter. And uh, she asks about monsters and stuff. And he's like, uh, what does he say to her that's terrible and not helpful either? I don't know. Something that's like really not helpful in any way. And she's like, all right, later. Uh, essentially, next morning they wake up. There's a big ass hole in the ground again. I was like, what the fuck? You guys yeah. dug this big ass hole? Like, what are these giant claw marks and all this other stuff? And um, oh, by the way, I forgot. I totally forgot. Uh, we do actually see like the hands come out of the ground, and then like yeah, this, uh, pin razor. Yeah. Pin, I'm sorry, pinhead, hellraiser ish type cenobite demon called the Archduke of Nightmares comes yeah, like in th this dude. Have you seen um uh uh the Giver? Like, have you seen Giver? Like that that anime? Of course not. Oh, the and, anime? I thought you were about the movie that, that was on the book that we had oh, to like, read. Well, so, so actually, the so Guyver 2 is actually a good movie, and I do recommend watching it. But the the suit in the Guyver films, like, it looks exactly fucking like him. Like, well, not exactly, but it it, it reminds me of it so much. Like, the, he's with all of his, like, purple, like... And he is very... They do a good job of hiding him for a bit. Because, yeah. uh, like, he's in shrouded in, like, in darkness and, like, these three hobos, crackheads you know, thieves, yeah. ne'er-do-wells, criminals, are, like, yeah. drinking and... Because, again, it's a kid's movie. There's no actual drugs. They're just drinking booze, and they, like, murder oh, somebody God, over this it. scene like, with these... And, yeah, and there's, there's basically, <laughs> yeah. like, three lovers hanging out, being stupid, and they're like, hey, what's that thing in the background? Did you there? say three lovers? Oh, yeah, dude. Did you not okay, see just not sure. quarreling? Yeah. Like, there was yeah. no way they were not, like... Yeah. all together the, yeah it was definitely like a the dialogue i don't remember any of it but it was so fucking it's so fucking choice in this scene it's, like it's it's um it's truly yeah. ridiculous yeah and so uh 
then the Archduke of Nightmares, you know, comes into the darkness and it's talking about how he's gonna like murder all of them and do this, that, and the other, and it's all gonna be terrible. And then he brutally murders uh, two of the three, and then like the yeah. leader guy who's talking the most shit is like, "Please, dude, like, I don't want to die." And he's like, "All right, well then you can just live forever." And then he yeah. just like does you know, magic body, out. yeah, body uh, modifies him into like. God, I don't know. You, it, well, you I don't make you this don't reference to Kellum. I know, yeah. but I'm gonna make this reference to Kellum. But you know, nobody else, yeah. unless you're awesome, is gonna get this reference. Yeah. It's just like when Kurama put the tree of pain on Elder Chiguro, and he was just sitting there like you forever. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, have watched you hack a show, but you should. And that's a minor spoiler for a piece yeah. of shit. But anyway, uh, there was a big you hack like show that. discourse on Twitter today. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. Oh, I know it's a thing. I'm just saying I don't know if our audience listens to uh, him yeah, or watches them. I'm sorry. That's fair. Anyway, That's fair. Uh, yeah, so then he is like, all right, let's have fun. And now it's the morning. They find the hole. And then the kids are like, oh, look at those obvious tracks that lead away from the hole. I don't know how our parents missed that. They go to school. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we got to check this out. Clearly, this girl is Harvey Weinstein in a female, or I'm sorry, in a, in a woman's body because what? she... Dude, this girl is so aggressive and sexually aggressive to this dude, Alistair. Like, it is ridiculous to be like, "Oh, hey, what's up, hunk boy? Yeah, nice." She, she's it's, it's let's 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 maybe. Well, I I don't know if if Harvey Weinstein dude, is quite this, what I. All I'm I felt, is, tell me, I, Harvey would, Weinstein wouldn't have been her level of aggressive at her age. What I'm saying is, it's more like Helga Pataki from Hey Arnold. Is like what I would what I would say is more kind of in line with. I think you're being way too friendly and kind with this. I think it is definitely. Very uncomfortable and aggressive in a non-pleasant way for this Alistair I mean, boy. Yeah, and yes, I think she does yes. this to a lot of people. She very yeah. much sexualizes and objectifies all boys that are not her brother or father. And is I mean, like she's seven. Also like seven. So I don't understand. Like, I don't know case. that she's necessarily sexualizing them. I think that she, she calls them like, all hunky boys. What well, are you right, talking about? But like, you know. Like you, you say things when you're a kid, you don't know what you're saying. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't like. But you're trying I mean, to make excuses. I just, I just, I just don't like. I just don't like bringing up the, the man's name on this podcast. I don't want to talk about him. I think Helga Pataki is is it, it was more what what it reminds me of typically. But agree to disagree. Anyways, Helga Pataki was very aggressive. To be fair. Like not high, like like abusive. Like she was yes, like she's she's abusive assault. as well. She punches yeah. people and stuff yeah. just like Helga Psaki. Yeah. However, she's also very objectifying and like creepy and mean and weird. Like I, yeah, well, I mean know? yeah, she she's like this this character is is uh like like this whole time like this 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 girl is just like she's the worst like she's the fucking pits like yeah, i so i never leave i've seen this movie twice and both times like at the end i'm like ah you suck to be fair i think that pretty much everyone sucks in this film and i think that's kind of the thing that's like oh part yeah of it. they definitely do but, and it's also like we yeah. all know children yeah not like every child is like this but we all know that there are children that are that suck this much and they exist yeah. and so it's uh, fair to like have that be an accurate portrayal. I'm just like, why is that our main character? But anyway, yeah. uh, school ends. They go following the tracks. They stumble into the old shoe factory. And they're like, you know, Luke 
is all, oh, I'm scared. Like, let's leave. This is clearly dangerous. And Mimi's like, oh, you scary monsters. Get out right now. I'm not afraid of you, you bitch. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. And then uh, that's when the Archduke of Nightmares comes out. And he has, like, the darkest, deepest, like, pinhead voice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's, like, talking about how, like, oh, I'm going to murder and kill all of you, yada, yada, yada. And that's what Mimi's kind of like, no, stop. I'm not going to do this. Blah, 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 blah. And then she realizes that, like, the orb, the gem thing that she has, like, controls this demon darkness thing. She makes it spill the beans. You know, good excuse for exposition to be dumped out. Yeah. They do the exposition dumping out. Then, essentially, it's just kind of like, all right, cool. We got to go home. So you're going to sit here and wait till we get back tomorrow. And yep. the whole time he's kind of like, you later. I'm going to feast on your bones and I'm going to kill you in every second because you don't give me this gem back. It's any worse for you. And yada, yada. And I'm like, all right, cool. Catch you later. Have yeah. fun. You know, uh, it's just so silly. Then the next day, they uh, are at school. They're like, hey, this boy, Alistair, who's like friends with Luke, is, he's like, hey, man, you want to come over and like see this super scary monster that we have and stuff? And they like, Make Luke drag this fucking old fat TV, like, Lord knows how long, like how far. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's um, it's, it's it totally yeah. There's so much of this film, the, like these interactions with the kids that I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't know that I find this funny. <laughs> like, it's, exactly. It's, just, it's exactly. just like it's just like it's it's not necessarily that I find it unfunny. I'm just like ah, that's a lot. Like <laughs> it is, it really um, is. But and so uh, they they bring the TV and all that stuff, and they bring their friend Alistair to uh, the shoe factory, and right. then they you know basically he tries to like steal the gem, doesn't work. They're like, all right, we're gonna leave you this TV and these magazines. You know, have a good time. And then we cut to uh, dinner where the dad is worthless and literally like exploded a chicken in the microwave. How, did like is that is that where psych where uh is that where the 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 dude uh uses the tv to call his, his yes, squad at yes. that point he calls his yeah. like his um what did he call them the uh paladins his, of the paladins of of oh it's just an S like Sirion or oh God. there's there's so much like very weird lore in this movie that I very oh, much do like but it, it um, works so funnily like for example like things like when because uh, the Archduke of Nightmares who the kids now have named Psycho Goreman yeah uh, when they ask him like like they'll say things you know colloquialisms like you know catch you later dude or you know Get the fig out of here and stuff. Yeah. And he'll be like, yeah, what are you talking off. about? Yeah. And he's like, and they're like, what? What planet are you from? And he's like, Gyrax. Gygax. Yes, yes. Of, of, of Gary Gygax fame. Yeah, that is an, an interesting. Uh... Yeah, I mean, you can very much tell, like, from so many things in this film, like, they knew what kind of movie they were trying to make and they, they did it. Like they, they made exactly the movie they were trying they to make. They were successful. Out. Yes. Um, and so yeah. there's, there's some humor in, in those things and stuff, but they uh, have this dinner. Dad's worthless at cooking, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the boys want to go up and play video games. So now Mimi is like outside playing by herself and she's all sad. So she makes psycho Gorman come play with her at which point, like her family discovers that like, 
psycho warman's outside like with her children and stuff yeah and she's like i'll get away blah 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 blah. uh like no mom then uh essentially yeah she's like no mom this is like mind you i control him blah 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 and then that's when at this point alistair is like hey this is my cue i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and leave and she's like oh psycho warman can't you make him like stay or more of these stuff and say i mean like for somebody else i like made a moon princess like fall in love with them i can do that for you and she's like yeah do that and he just turns alistair into yeah. a giant brain yeah like a tentacled brain with big giant eyes and um and still talks still has a mouth like yeah he's just he's just doing his thing no one seems um put off by it yeah Literally it's nobody yeah they're just like oh okay anyways <laughs> and so uh <laughs> Then we cut, now the parents know, and they're like, no, we can't hurt you, and you're not going to hurt them. Uh, there's like a montage of Psycho Gorman, Brain, being Alistair, Luke, and Mimi, just playing, hanging out, doing yeah. a bunch of different stuff, you know, things. Uh, at this point, all of this is happening, and we like cut out to like, I don't know. The Federation of Planets and the Templars and a bunch of other races and stuff are having a, like a meeting to discuss like all the evils been released and you have like a snake person and you know like a I don't know a, like a brain in a jar and then a bunch like, there's a bunch of weird beings and I would like to point out that the Templar that we meet like the head person of the Pandora group, Pandora yeah. Uh, I don't know who plays her, but I'm telling you, whoever played her has Angelina Jolie lips because that's who played that character. Did you not so, notice like those lips were so Angelina Jolie lips it, on that Templar? He did look like Angelina Jolie a little bit. So it, it was a uh, Kristen McCullough. I could be pronouncing the name wrong. So they actually played uh, Pandora, Queen Obelisk, and Alistair's mom. Oh, okay. So then at the, you yeah. get to see her at the end in like yeah. not ridiculous costuming. That's cool. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, th- that that seems, yeah, you you see them all there, and it's you kind of uh, you, you you get a little bit of a sense of <laughs> of how how things are. And um, in this scene, I want you to know large. if you just close your eyes and picture all the Power Rangers villains in a room together. Yeah, for it's real, literally what it is. But it's gr- like I love I love the practical effects in this movie so much. They're so fucking good. Like all the prosthetics are so incredibly good. They're so well done. And it, yeah, totally. It's just it's just great. I love the dude, the the kind of skull in the 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 jar that's just kind of flipping around like. It's so good. Chilling, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, basically, the Templar Pandora is like, I'm going to go be- bring me a human. Okay. And I'm going to, like, just crush this human and, like, smear their blood all over my face, and it turns me into them. Yeah, it was, it was fucking wild. Yeah, it was, like, it was, what? It was insane. Yeah, they, this, so, to, to clarify, they bring this woman in, and she's like, oh, gosh, like, what's going on? And she's like, here, come here. And then, like, the Pandora like puts this like kind of energy cube around her and then just like shrinks it down until she's just like a cube of meat. And then it's like pulsating somehow. That's not how anything. Um, And then she like smashes it on the table and wipes on her face. It's, it's, it's fucking wild, man. (laughs) It's truly bananas. What happens? And then we cut back now. Psycho Gorman. And uh, 
is trying to be is they're trying to explain crazy ball <laughs> and uh essentially the police show up because there's a giant brain and psycho gorman and two children hanging out and these two cops like you know basically treat psycho gorman like he's a black man in america and they just shoot him unprompted and you know that's when he's kind of like all right i'm gonna murder y'all so he grabs this one dude and like basically like melds like the gun to this like cop's hand and like like infuses and melts his brain and body until he looks like a awesome prosthetic will create like a creature like yeah it's like it's like a melt movie and he's like walking around like a a zombie and stuff (laughs) and then psycho gorman tells the other cop like run but tell everybody i'm coming for you and blah 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 and then at this point alistair the brain is kind of like all right guys i'm gonna go home like yeah just kind of waddles off yeah (laughs) Yeah, the, and that... then, <laughs> it's just, yeah, because it's like, yeah. like basically, it's like, yeah, we don't need this brain in the rest of the movie. It won't make sense. So he's like, yeah. I'm gonna go home, guys. And I'm like, all right, we'll catch you later, homie. Like, uh, and then now Cybergirlman's like, hey, we have a new player to play the game with us, like the zombie guy. And he's like, the gun still like has bullets in it, so he's still shooting all the time and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and just like... every once in a while, <laughs> blast off a couple of rounds. And yeah. then the they're like walking back to the house through the woods. And at this point, like five other power Rangers villains show up, uh, not from the, or, or from the Templars place, but instead they're actually subordinates of psycho Gorman. Yeah. And it turns out uh... they're all like, Hey, we love ruling without you. Cause you're a dictator and we rule together and awesome. Yeah. And... We, we rule this one planet, this one moon, because that, that you find out that like oh in return uh, that like they kind of like helped with i think psycho gorman's downfall originally yeah they, they got him in prison and it, as return from that they got to like on one of the moons of gygax they they rule it together they like take turns, <laughs> like we we take it in turns to rule like each person gets a day and then they're in charge currently i'm in charge and it's uh it's very uh egalitarian and it's um, hilarious. Yeah. And then essentially, uh, uh, for as a callback to a previous episode, uh, we'll, we'll get to it. But like, essentially, Psycho Gorman is like, all right, guys, way to go. Kill them all now. Kill these children and give them my gem back. And they're like, nah, we, we're not doing that. We betrayed you. We're going to just kill you now. And yeah. he's like, you're no match for me. I'm going to kill you all immediately. And that's when uh, Mimi is like, no, stop. And he's like, what? And she's like, yeah, you just said you were going to kill us. So, no, yeah. I'm going to let them kill you instead. And then she lets them beat him down for a while, which is honestly quite funny. Because yeah. Luke, again, who with a great one-liner, is just kind of like, how, wait, how long is this supposed to take? Like yeah, happen. it's there's and then, like because it's all in slow motion. And then like when he asks yeah. that, it cuts out of slow motion. And they're all just like wailing away on him and not really doing a bunch of damage. Like. Yeah, it's just there's no music and it's just there's like, one, like robot machine that just shoots blood at people. There's yeah. no, yeah, there's no there's... weapon to that. Like, how yeah. is he supposed to be one of the most yeah. evil beings? Queen Obelisk throws like pieces of stone, and yeah, that's about it. Um, and so essentially, though, uh, Mimi's like, "Hey, okay, you've, you've had enough, like." you can apologize to me. He's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, that's not a real apology. So I'm going to leave, you know, classic child trope. 
And he's like, no, I, I truly am sorry. And she's like, all right, you can kill all of them. And then he just proceeds to lay waste to all of them in a very well yeah, he, choreographed he, destruction. He beats the ever-loving shit out of all of them. And then uh, Darkscreen, who's like, his, was his like His Starscream, if you yeah. will. Yeah, it was why I I love that they made that choice. Um, he because he referenced earlier it was like, oh, on my planet, uh, eating is not just about sustenance. It's it's about we uh, when a true warrior uh, when you defeat a true warrior, if you respect his skill, you eat him alive. Um, it is the highest honor we can bestow. So he like he he beats the shit out of Darkstream, uh, and he's like. You have fought with honor, even though you have uh, betrayed me. And he's like, like, "So I will I... give you a warrior's death." Yeah. He's like, no. The guy's like, no. Oh, no. No. Yeah. And he just like a mouth opens from like his like belt buckle to his his, his nose, just like opens in his body, and he just devours him whole. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's, it's a lot. It's a and lot. Basically, yeah. the, like one of the better lines in the film, he just gets up and he's like. Sorry, children, you will never be able to unsee those horrors and that terrible sight, and you'll have to live with this, but it will haunt you for years and years and years and the rest of your dreams. And Mamie's like, cool. And then Luke is kind of like, yes, can we go now? Or It's just like hilarious. There's like, all right, cool. Uh, And then uh, when they get back home, or no, they can't go back home because now Psycho Gorman is like, injured there's like cursed blood going through him and he's dying because all those enemies while being stupid and worthless at least knew how to curse their blades yeah to get they, him. they poisoned their blades with blood from him from an, an earlier battle it's it, the 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 random lore is just so good <laughs> interspaced yeah. for stupid yeah. and then uh so essentially they have to like call their dad uh who to come like yeah, help pick we, them up, and this which is so the funny. greatest fucking scene. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what happens is while this has been happening, you know, like the dad is basically completely worthless. Like he's like, yeah. oh, I, like to me, it's like he talks about like being in the military or different things like that. And we're like, oh, I have a you know bachelor's in English, you know, all this stuff. It's like how? Like I don't understand. Yeah. Like I thought that was gonna pay yeah. off in some way, or but no, it doesn't. He just that is like basically he's like, oh, I have to take a few weeks off from work when. Psycho Gorman and the kids were playing, they like broke his TV and a bunch of other stuff. So he's like another hilarious scene, also. <laughs> yeah. And so all. yeah. So he uh basically though you saw the TV get broken. So then the wife comes home and she's like, What's this? He's like, Oh, I bought a new TV. Also, because I hurt my hand real bad, I'm gonna have to take off work for a couple weeks. So you should pick up some extra shifts. Excuse me, you should pick up some extra shifts at the pharmacy. Uh that way you can help pay for this TV and stuff like that. And that's when the wife's kinda like, No, I've had enough. Like, you're a lazy, worthless fucking piece of shit. And I'm just kind of like, you'll have two kids together and been married for at least 10 years. Like, I don't understand how it's not the first time you're having this fight. But okay. Uh, They get in this big fight. She's kind of like, get out of the house, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, you think I'm worthless and I don't do anything? And she's kind of like, well, what do you do? Name one thing. And he can't name anything, so he ends up, like, storming off to the bathroom. And he's, like, finishing the argument to, like, the wall while taking a shit. I and have bachelor's when, in English. You have bachelor's in English? Yeah. That's when, uh, like Kellum says, the, the message just comes in. Like, it's like a floating, like, 
particle, like a light particle. Yeah, and he's so like, like, oh, what's that? Yeah. That opens up and it's like a woman in space, like screaming at him, like, God, we need help. Emergency, like, come over here right now. Come to me. It's emergency. And dad's like freaking out. And he's like trying to get out of the toilet and like pull his pants up and he like, falls in the shower. And he's kind of like, oh, okay. Like, and the thing disappears. And he's like, but I don't, I don't know where you guys are. And the head like pops right back out. And he's like, we're over off of Highway 11 and blah, 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 blah. Exit. And he's like, ah. He's like, like, I don't know how to get I there. I don't know how to get to that place. Go to Jeffers, I have to tell you that. It's just like a stoplight. Yeah. It, it's great. It's very good. Yeah. And then we cut to the dad in the truck picking up the kids in Psycho Gorman. And you get another good moment of comedy when they load him in the truck and they're like, oh, you're a good buddy. Like, blah, blah, blah. Also, can you move over from my wagon? Like, I need to put this in the back. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah she's. But we have to put we have to put my wagon in the back. So <laughs> this goes back yeah, in there. Yeah, to move over. And yeah. then like, so he's dying, and then they pull back up to the house, and the woman, like you see the Templar now, yeah. uh, Pandora is in like the woman who she killed. Like she has the same look or visage, and she's like, the mom has been talking to her, and she's kind of like, all right, kids, like time to get out of the car and like let this woman like you know deal with this craziness and stuff, and you kind of find out that. Psycho Gorman, which by the way, there's been whenever the Psycho Gorman like talks about his past and stuff, they cut into like these great flashback scenes to like help fill out the lore and give you all this history. Yeah. And then like Mimi always ruins that shit, like in a very funny way. Like just like, oh, this candy sucks. Or she'll be like, Yeah, anyway, so like I was saying, I can figure out if we we have six hours to do this, if I just you know move this to the next day anyway, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was asking anybody, I was awesome. And like it's it's so it's so good. When he does it this time, he's like kind of like, you know, these guys are actually the bad guys, despite what you say. Like, they talk about how, like, they're here. They're essentially, to go back to a previous episode as well, they are the uh, the Viltrumites. I was like, why am I blanking and thinking of all the other V words? The Viltrumites from Invincible. They claim oh, to be yeah. a good, prospering race, but clearly yeah. all they do is, like, enslave and, you know, control worlds. So... Yeah. Uh, that's when Luke is like, no, I'm sick of your shit and you mess with me and telling me to go fight this Templar lady. I'm not going to go sacrifice myself. My life's worth more than that. So he goes to team mom and the Templar. And then it's just dad and Mimi and the uh, Psycho Gore Man. Psycho Man, yeah. And so what ends up happening, though, is like because the wife and the husband ended up having a fight and being like, oh, what? You know, you're lazy and don't do anything. It's a good excuse for the dad to be like, you think I'm lazy and don't do anything? How about I run away with our daughter and cycle Gorman? <laughs> like the Templar, yeah. you know. Then it's so funny. So then they basically, Psycho Gorman, Mimi, and the dad are now back at the old shoe factory. They are trying to, like, figure out how to, you know, bring him back. Yeah, they're wrapping him up in blankets. If yeah. you give me the gem, I can be restored. And Mimi's kind of like, why would I do that? You're going to murder everybody. Yeah. Then we cut Fair. to uh, the mom and Luke and Templar. She kind of gets rid of her her facade and shows her true form. And she's kind of like making a cocktail. And she tells the mom, you know, you did the right thing. You're pretty awesome. You, I, I will give you the gift of being a Templar like us. And she you know, gives her this drink and it's like, drink up. So she does. And now the mom is like a mini version of Pandora. Yeah. And 
like she's kind of like the war machine to Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, and something I, like I that. I really hope all these references are understood for everybody. And There's nobody who doesn't know what that means. <laughs> and what ends up happening uh, is then we cut back to Mimi and she's talking to her dad and he's kind of like, listen. Oh, yeah, this is, he always gives the worst advice to Mimi. He's kind of like, listen, uh, when I was a kid, there, I, like, I need to tell you what, like, really, like a dad advice right now when i was a kid there was this really sketchy creepy weird guy that was like hey man do you want to come get into my van so, and look at my baseball cards and he's like and you know what i did i said hell yeah i do and i jumped in that weird stranger's van and you know what he showed me he showed me all these super cool pristine baseball cards like old ones that are rare and valuable and i'm always so happy that i just like trusted that random stranger and like you know thought that he would do the right thing and he's like so that's what i'm telling you daughter is like trust the you know archduke of nightmares and this terrible evil psychotic alien yeah uh so then baby basically goes and she's talking to this scene was literally just there for jokes because it was just like why she goes to a cross and talks to jesus and like god i need to make a big decision i need you to help me with this choice you know which pair of sunglasses do i need to put on and then she puts it on. She's like, "Y'all, you know, I'm not like I don't need you, and I'm gonna break this cross and make all the Catholics hate this movie." Yeah, th- that scene. It seems so random. I was like, "What? Why is this in here?" I was like, "Director, <laughs> do you have a problem with Catholicism? Something yeah. happened that you like want to get out in this movie?" Like, I'm I'm into it, but like, I was just like, "Why is this? I did I didn't need this. Didn't do anything." Yeah, made no sense at the end yeah. of the day. But she goes back out there, still psycho Gorman. Like, all right, man. I'll give you the gem, but you have to make one promise and one promise only. You will not kill me or my family. My brother, my mom, my dad. And he's like, I promise I won't kill you or your family. And then their yeah. dad's kind of like, hey, Mimi, like, well, what about everybody else like on the planet and stuff like that? And she's like, oh, yeah. I forgot that part. Anyway, and then she goes to look for the gem. Can't yep. find it. So now we know Luke stole the gem. And it's at this point that the Pandora and mom like blow the side of the shoe factory wall off. And another bit of classic Thomas loves this comedy. The whole wall has been blown open. And then the son, Luke, just opens the door and walks the door anyway. Like, doesn't go through. The so door. it's like, so good. It's so like, powerful. Classic. Just perfect. And he's kind of like, hey guys, what's going on? And yeah. he's like, you fucking thief piece of trash. Blah, 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 blah. Then. A big fight breaks out, big ensuing fight, yada, yada, yada. Uh, winner of the game gets the gem. Team Suck is Luke, Mom, and Pandora. Team Heroes is Mimi, Dad, and Psycho Gorman. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 wild. That, like, yeah, so right before, the, the way that we, what leads to this game is that Psycho Gorman is, like, obviously incredibly fucked up still and pandora comes in there and she's like uses some weird orange effect magic on him and is gonna kill him and he's like oh by the templar's code uh may not a defeated uh combatant uh ask for one final trial by by contact by contest um He's like, he just oh. asked for trial by combat, and she's like, "Why would I fight you in hand-to-hand combat?" And he's like, "I promise this will not be hand-to-hand yeah. combat." Yeah, yeah, and so she she agrees to it, and he has Mimi be like, "He's like, pick the game," 
and uh so obviously they play crazy ball um and <laughs> like they explain the rules and pandora's like could you talk about the 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 switcheroo again that doesn't it's like no you should have been paying attention all right let's go and uh, <laughs> like that's the first time i've really seen it be played and like it makes sense like the, 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 oh, no, the whole, totally makes like sense. you run like, up you grab the ball you throw it to the other side and then you have to go get the ball that the other person threw like it's it's very it's very good yeah um, and that's like basically you have to always throw the ball that the other person threw you get points for hitting somebody with the ball. Yeah. When somebody hits you with the ball, the person who like hits you has to take the ball and they have to uh, spin around a bunch of times. Uh-huh. And then the person who got hit has to throw their ball in the air four times and they get forever many, or forever much time it takes. And however many spins the person does and however many times you throw the ball in the air, that's more points. You get mm-hmm. five point bonus if you hit somebody in the butt. You also yep. get uh Jumping jacks have to be done at some point. Yep. And, and then uh, if a switcheroo happens, which is two balls collide in midair, then it's a scrum, and whoever punches the other person first gets all the other team's points plus one. Yep. First team to 67, which I was like, why wouldn't you just make it 69? <laughs> but first I team mean, to 67 wins. Like, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's wild. So they they go through and um they're the losers team they're the, I, I suppose yeah that's their name the losers are team suck. uh team, team suck. suck yeah sorry <laughs> team suck uh team suck is is winning um they're, they're, they're getting very close i think they're at like 66 points well in and... fairness that's because they're the wife is like also trying to like murder the husband like yeah. she's part templar and she's clearly gone insane is like trying to murder him yeah, and they've got two. They got two Templars on their team. Um, so they then they get the switcheroo. Um, uh, Luke and Mimi, and Mimi uh, runs up and uh, fucking catches Luke so hard with an uppercut, <laughs> like, like right in the gut. Like he gets like, like lifted off the ground. Like, yeah, full on like Ooh. some Street Fighter shit. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. Um, uh, and and she's uh, like, all right, cool, I win. Give me the fucking. Uh, Jen, and that's when like yeah he's like kind of like mm, i don't think so then pandora is kind of like uh we're not doing that i'm actually just gonna kill you anyway and that's when mimi jumps in front of like the holy blade and me and she's like oh, i'll kill you too and that's when the mom jumps in and it's like no we're not doing that so while they're fighting because the mom's kind of like you're not gonna kill my child uh the gem is given back to psycho Gorman. he regenerates now it's like, oh yeah, badass like fight time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's also, like, hmm? it's a, oh yeah, no, I forgot that didn't happen until later. So yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, it's like super awesome badass fight time. And like while they're having this big fight, you're also getting like cuts in of like the family and like them doing stuff while the fight's just like randomly happening in the background. Like no, like, and like the the fight. So it's this fight's insane. So it it starts off like. So she's like, uh, uh, oh, like even with your power restored, do you think you can truly, you truly think you could defeat my blade? And he's like, oh, well, then I guess I'll need to make a blade of my own. 
and he starts like zipping around her and like ripping parts of her off like just randomly and like yeah. building it into a sword and eventually he's like like he's he's taking a lot out of this woman and he he has a sword and so then he just starts beating the ever loving shit out of her with the sword made yeah out of her. and there's like a whole and, tender touching family moment where they're like trying to save the mom they're all doing yeah. like their thing uh <laughs> there's a point where uh the dad like high fives psycho gorman or does something and like his arm yeah. snaps in half like yeah it's like he's like oh good job like beating that chick high five smash like ow yeah and then and then and then when when uh when the mom gets turned uh turned back into a human falls in his arms he's me like oh honey you gotta drive me to the hospital <laughs> like, yeah like like i think my arm can you drive like, <laughs> yeah like, and so he's like they're like it's like he, you can clearly see like the bones are sticking out of his arm yeah. like it's it's clearly broken and terrible yeah. but uh, yeah it's great and so they're fighting in the background uh Mimi apologizes to Luke for being a piece of shit and like the worst human being alive. Yeah. yeah. Like you thought problem child was bad. No, 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 no. No, no. This is this is like untenable. Um, and so she apologizes. They uh then Psycho Gorman defeats uh Pandora. Eats you know, her alive. Yeah. Eats her alive because he gives <laughs> yeah. her a warrior's death. And it's like yeah. the, the parents are kinda like, What's gonna what's going on? And they're like, Oh, the kids are like, Oh no, no, we gotta we gotta go. Yeah, we gotta, we yeah, don't don't look, don't don't look. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially then Psycho Gorman eats Pandora alive. Then he's like, all right, now I'm off to go do my thing. And Mimi's kind of like, and what else? And he's like, and I'm going to let you and your family live. And yeah, like, and he, cool. But he, Which, by he the does way, also, like, his speech at the end, he's like, I have learned in night, I am leaving more whole than I have ever felt. I have learned in my time that it is not just about evil and darkness, but a power that comes from within. Love can solve all evils, yeah. and yeah, and like, and like, oh, that's that's great, like, absolutely. And so, yeah, then he says that, and he turns and he like goes to like, I guess, New York or something. He just like, opens a portal like, and just immediately yeah. starts murdering everybody. Yeah, and like, yeah, and they're like talking about like it's like this giant purple naked dude is like murdering yeah. all this people in this town and all this this stuff. And it's Todd, that was like we could only describe what we're seeing is a giant purple naked man thing. <laughs> yeah, it's destroying it's all of yeah. the city. Like, yeah. and, and I, so my thought too though is I'm like, dude, if you, you should have been like, look, you destroy everything but our town. I need our town to function or something. Like, how are you gonna like? Y'all are not equipped to like eat food or like fix things or like, well, really, like you, you know hunt. that if you know that he's he's not going to like I, I bet you anything if like it was a situation where like they like weren't going to survive because of that that he would like swoop in or something. You're probably right. I also would like to say this. So the, at this point though, like that the movie ends, you know, essentially the family's happy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The side government's happy, he's killing everything. And then and we get the credits, and in the credits, you get like just the funniest like closer to this movie. You cut back to like the parliament where the Templars were like in charge, essentially. And the I don't know what being the stupid fan thing is, but like he has a fan in his hand, but he's not like doesn't look like a fan or anything. Yeah, but he's like the, the silly, ridiculous one that wants to cut jokes and then taking it seriously. And he's like, "All right, guys, does he know? Does he know where we're at? Is he gonna be able to find us?" 
And they're all kind of like, I mean, yeah, I think so. And it's kind of like, all right, cool. Why is it the plan B, guys, as always? And he just, like, pulls a gun out from, like, between his legs and puts yeah. it on the table. And he's like, all right, so, like, who wants to kill themselves first? And, like, then Callum's character with, like, the brain in the jar just, like, raises its robot arm first. And then the movie yeah. just cuts to the end. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, I do my one of my favorite things about this movie is at this time as well because it it has brought back the great tradition of at the end of a film there being a rap about the movie itself. Like it's incredibly nineties. Like it's so good. It really is. And this movie came out in twenty twenty. Yeah. Like there's this movie, like it knew exactly like i said it before but like it knew exactly what it wanted to be and it nailed it like it it, it hit the mark like yeah and so i mean this was your suggestion this was your love i think it worked like it, to me have, i want to ask you a question yeah have you seen a movie called turbo kids that make you watch that oh before? absolutely yeah no we, i watched turbo kid yeah a while back no I, I meant to to bring that up earlier. This gives me major Turbo Kid vibes. Like just this, the way the cinematography and everything, like it feels. There's it a was lot in of that stuff. same vein. Yeah. And so I was really hoping that you hadn't seen it because that might have been a movie we were reviewing. But since no, I have seen that. Have to review movies that we've both seen. And that takes that off the list. However, yeah. uh, I want to know on your scale of you know one to ten butt points, what are you going to give this movie? Uh, I am gonna give this movie like uh, probably like an eight point five butt point bonus. Okay, I like, would I say think, I think that's fair. I would say to me, like this movie does know exactly what it is. So in terms of like an overall movie, like a, like a genuine like every movie that's ever existed movie, this is gonna yeah. be. A six point five butt points, but in terms of a B movie, a B yeah. movie, ladies and gentlemen, is a really great movie that knows exactly what it's going to be. Essentially, a B movie is a movie that knows for a fact that it cannot be a ten out of ten movie. B movies knows, are my favorite. It yeah. knows for a fact that it's already operating on at least a two point deduction. That the max that this movie could ever do is like an eight. And with that being said, Turbo Kid is an eight. You know, uh, Big Trouble in Little China is an eight. So I'm going to give Psycho Gorman a six and a half out of ten real rating and a seven and a half out of ten butt points, like B movie huh. rating, which okay. is really like seven and a half out of eight because yeah. I do actually just like Turbo Kid a little better. It's It gets me a little bit more in like the viscera and feels yeah. and funness. Like you said, there were moments where it's not funny and there are moments where it's really funny. And like I just it, feel like it was I, something I do like <laughs> about the, even when it was not funny, it's like, it was just like, it, it still held true to the theme of it's just so fucking much. Like everything yeah. is just so exaggerated. The karaoke um, scene, for example, yeah. when they're like playing oh, drums yeah. and piano and like uh, Alistair, is play, uh, playing piano with his tentacles and stuff, and yeah. Mimi's just singing. Psycho it, Gorman's playing the drums, yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Also, uh, final stinger we get before the end of the movie, for realsies, is Alistair's mom and dad are, like, eating dinner, and they're like, Alistair, it's time for dinner! Yeah. And they're like, just eating, and you just can casually see, like, the brain, like, crawling along the ground through the hallway, and then, like, just gets up in the chair and just, like, 
So it's like tentacling food, like into its mouth and stuff. And so the parents are just kind of like, eating, like just casual, like nothing's weird. Or yep. Yeah. Just crazy. no one, no one gave a shit. No one ever gave a shit that Alistair uh, was different <laughs> in any way. They never cared. It was a sight to behold. A sight to behold. Yeah. Yeah, is is wild, but yeah, but yeah, I, mean, I would it's... still recommend. I think Kellum obviously would recommend, like, just oh know, hell yeah, it's, it's I it's love not this film, like a full on like it's a B movie. Just know that, and then I, you'll have a great time. So I watch like most of my movies that like are like my favorite films, other than a few, like a couple of them are like B movies. Like ah, oh, like they're so good. Like the that that is my absolute jam. Um, yeah, not uh, mine. No, I'm kidding. I love yeah. I love me some B movies, but I also love me some prestige premiere movies. I don't need them to be necessarily two hundred yeah. million dollar blockbuster movies. I just need them to be like awesome ass movies. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the town. We we, or, the, we do yeah. for real need to watch the void though because I heard that that is like legitimately like a good horror like it's a horror horror movie. It's not like Dude, it's not. This. I will we will have to check it out. But you know what else yeah. is a really good horror movie? Fucking Candyman. We we will do that. We will do that. I'm just That's I'm just playing. We have a whole. And then you also we have a whole watch Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yeah, we do need to. We are, we're gonna watch. These are all things that we're gonna we're gonna get to uh, later on, y'all. No 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 specific ideas on when we're going to watch any of these, but these are all things that we're we're kind of you know we're just letting you uh, behind the the podcast curtain a little bit, seeing our oh, yeah. uh, seeing and our then, process here. You know, because we'll, I'll I'll wrap, we'll wrap this up. I want I'm like we'll get out of here on a point, but I want to do our plugs first. That way, yeah. if you don't if you don't want to hear the afters. I'm not gonna force you to, uh, but. You can always follow us on Twitter at ObserveCast. That is ObserveCast. So yes. check us out. Uh, hit us up. We will have uh, we have a new, will be promoted very soon. Social media manager to help us with that. So we should be much more active very soon on those things. Yeah. yeah. And also <laughs> hit us up on uh, unqualifiedobservers at gmail.com. If you would like, we would always welcome that. Yeah. Let uh, us know movies that you want us to check out. Um, that is kind of the, I mean, if you just want to say, Hey, like that's fine too. But say, hey, uh, yeah. What a wonderful time today. Hey, yeah, that's a, <laughs> uh, I, I want that, that gritty Arthur reboot that we were teased, but never happened. That's what I want. That's 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 the movie I want to review, um, but yeah, you can uh, you can reach out to us. Uh, let us know anything you'd like to see us uh, us go into. Um, if you could, please remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That is really important for new podcasts starting out, uh, and we would just really appreciate that. We'll read out reviews uh, as they come in on the show. Um, but, we'd love to, yeah. yeah. As long as it's not like trashing us, we would love to read out. Well, I might, maybe I will that. still. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll read it, whatever. Who knows? I mean, um, yeah, you know, Kellum might do that. Yeah. I won't. If you, if you um, trash us, I'm going to be very mean back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He'll, he'll be. Mean I back. can be this petty, petty person if you want me to be. But anyway, uh, you always follow Kellum at cool Gollum, cool underscore Gollum. Learn to yes. spell if you can't figure that out. Yeah. Follow uh, me. Follow on that on everything. Um, yeah. You can For follow sure. Thomas. I mean, at, uh, at uh, Stimpy 
is king are there underscores in that, that uh all that on stuff? some things there are underscores sometimes there's not on twitter there are no just try both yeah. but uh you'll hit me up I've, i'm sure it'll give you yeah. the same reaction for both things um also you can follow or if you'd like to come on over to join me on my other podcast that i do with my brothers that'd be wonderful it is called stimson ain't easy you know if you type that in you should be able to find it pretty quickly uh we talk about a lot of stuff you know movies sports tv film you know pop culture daily lives you know it's a lot of fun you know basically if you think this is not quite as like graphic and x-rated as you'd like you can come on over to the our podcast because it's a lot of bleeps and a lot of fuzzes you know it's nasty over there gotta be edited out because we'd be saying some really terrible things you know like earlier there was a a name said that i may or may not take out and uh that was a fuzz for sure in the other podcast so come on over you know play along drink every time you hear a fuzz see how that goes bet you get (laughs) fucked up by the end (laughs) Oh, All right. Jesus well, that, that's it. So, again, thank you so much for listening, as always. And if you want to stick around, I'm going to tell Kellen for at least 25 seconds about the greatest wrestling pay per view that happened on Sunday last night. Dude, you have no idea. The AEW pay per view okay, has got to be the best pay per view in wrestling I have seen since WrestleMania 17, which is like in fucking 2000 or 2001. This shit was so fucking great. You have no idea. Uh, I heard wrestling Twitter talking about it. Yeah, dude, it you it it was bananas. I saw literally maybe I'm not overhyping this. I saw you saw potentially the greatest tag team match in the history of wrestling between the Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks. Okay, it was it was a steel cage match. It was fucking bananas. At one point, the because the Young Bucks are the bad guys, the heels. Uh-huh. At one point, one of their like cronies threw a, a bag in the ring, and they took it out, and it was like an Air Force One or a Jordan or whatever. But they had like th- uh, probably at least a hundred thumbtacks on the bottom of this shoe that were like facing pointed end down, like they like super glued the like flat sides of the shoe. Then one of the young bucks puts the shoe on, and then super kicks both Lucha Bros in their faces with Jesus. this fucking studded thing, like twice, both of them in the face. Dude, they were bleeding. All, like they're loose. How does he they walk? Had, like masks, but they were. Shoe. How does he? Oh, walk he was like he shoe? was hobbling weirdly. Like that's why he was. It was funny. Like it was like towards <laughs> the end of the match. He was like, "How are you gonna do that okay, comfortably?" Yeah, yeah. But uh, but no, it, dude. Like in their faces, it was bananas. They were bleeding all over the place. Then, of course, because you know, you're not gonna do it to somebody and not have it done back to you. Like the shoe gets ripped off in that one point. And then the Lucha Bros take the shoes and like start smashing it across their faces with it, like the Young Bucks' oh, faces. Jesus. Then at the end, there's like Phoenix does this gigantic flying crossbody off the top of the cage, which is like 20 feet in the air, dude. It was fucking insane. Like, it was easily like one of the like probably the best tag team match in the history. So this pay per view, like from beginning Christ. to end, is just like literally mind blowing. Wow. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you later. All right, see y'all later.